Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know when there's a safe deposit box as a plot device in Mm -hmm. movies or television? Inside man, yeah. Um, the way, not in all movies, but I feel like most of the time, the way it's presented is the only thing you need to get access to a safe deposit box, any safe deposit box is the piddly little key. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like that can't be how it works, right? It can't be that banks are like, yes, our most trusted clients have their like most valuable assets or their like deepest secrets and we take care of them. And we don't even ask for ID. And in some cases, we don't even ask for a name. You could just show up and hand them the key. And they're like, yes, very good. Here, here is like the, the Pope's secret marriage certificate that he doesn't mm-hmm. want anyone to see. But you had the key. You had the one-inch key that looks like it opens a locker at LaGuardia. So therefore, you can... Like, that can't be right. Can it? Um, yeah, I think it is. But do you know what you have to do in movies for that to be accurate? Punch somebody in the throat? No, well, that does help. Have wealth. Yeah, you should also look wealthy. Mm. You should walk up and say, "I am Lyman Zerga. I am no, here for no, my." No, but there yeah. are no, but there isn't there like a, isn't doesn't one of the Bourne movies have like Franca Potenta coming in and like a ripped up tank top with a security deposit key? Well, yeah, but that's the Bourne movies, which are entire. Those are fictional, unlike the documentary <laughs> Fast and Furious, no, listen, which is now. I think you're. Well I think over you're looking parts. at this from an East Coast perspective, where on the West Coast, the thing is, you know. The guy in pajamas is the billionaire too, right? Yeah. Yeah. the The point of wealth is to display that you. The point of like running around in your yoga pants all day is to display that you're so rich you don't need to wear work clothes. But the yoga pants cost nine thousand dollars. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm I'm with you. So everything I know I learned from video games, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and in video games I do not have to show identification after finding a key. I have key. I I own everything that key opens. Sometimes in the, in the I might uh, acquire the master key, and then you're all fucked. 
Interesting. There is video one video games. There is one video game, and I know Spencer's been playing it, or at least has played it recently. Where that that's not true, and it's the Hitman series, where you can't just <laughs> have a key. You have to have a disguise. I'm sorry, it's Hitman 3, and that is uh, Spencer's son who's been playing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, I mainly just watch, I have played missions. That's a game for a 12-year-old. It's a really good game for a 12-year-old. A very, very... Go on. Yes. Uh, yeah, in the Hitman series, sometimes you have to have a stupid disguise, and you have to have, in addition to that, like a folder. There's one time when they're like, no, you need HR records. And I'm like, oh, come on. In Hitman? <laughs> yeah, no, you have to go get a folder that's like, no, I've been hired. You have to show it. Or you could do what I do, which is you hit everyone and beat them to death with frying pans the minute they come in the kitchen. And you end up with a stack of like 17 dead waiters. And the other one walks in and goes, huh? And you kill that one. <laughs> and you're like, well, I, I, got, I got the waiter that we wanted dead, plus all the other waiters. And now I, have yeah, 18, <laughs> eight, now I have 18 safe deposit keys. Let's see what they open. Master assassin. <laughs> Master assassin. I have opened the safe deposit box that contains another waiter. <laughs> and I will kill him. I miss the old days when you could just have like a necklace of keys. It's just so, it just feels so like unnecessarily faux boho. It makes me, I don't know. It makes me long for simpler times when you could just have like a necklace of ears. I've seen videos on TikTok of ornate 16th century locks that some genius who also probably invented calculus but didn't get credit for it invented as well and these locks are beautiful and they're ornate and they take like nine different combinations and they're fascinating to watch especially if you kind of have ocd because you have to do it in the right order and they're amazing and i'm like people are dumb like like do you know how long do you know how quickly the king screwed up this lock combination like oh hell chatsworth Get back over here. Get the lock guy. Get the dumbass who made this thing. That's why I think the idea that there's a single key that unlocks everything is really close to the truth. I think that's how it was in most of the empowered world. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Spencer gotcha. believes in the master key. Uh huh. And and who? No, no. Like like I'm convinced that like the Tower of London just had one key. There's no. We, We should be careful with our verbiage. I will. Starting just, starting now. It just had one key. Like, one key. The entire Tower of London had one key. I bet that led to some great pranks. <laughs> Did we leave Nigel in the hole? For how long? 23 years! Do you think the Tower of London had the thing, like, the rock with the spare key, the fake rock with the spare key in it? Oh, 1,000%. Only they had to make it out of a real rock because they didn't have fake rocks back then. Oh, yeah. man. On the one hand, blends in better. On the other, so heavy. um i also but it also prompts great arguments between guards like that's anthracite idiot i would just uh, look two things that look like shale to you you fucking rube i want to rube hasn't even been invented yet but i'm calling you that that's that's how dumb you are i had to invent a new term even power of london had kyle's i think this is a lesson here yeah i I want to acknowledge that holly hearkened back to a simpler time when you could have a necklace made of ears I want to. I, we all heard it. Okay, listen. It's not <laughs> my fault that American mercenaries have made that like outre. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it might have. I'm just gonna go ahead and think that maybe having necklace full of ears was probably not. It's probably frowned on in most of the world. Do you think that's well, available? Now, on, now on, yeah. Look. Now yeah. 
necklace. But like of a bunch of like fucking Tiger Force ears. went to Vietnam and among other things ruined having necklaces of ears for everyone. Okay, well, when you search necklace of ears on Amazon, you... <laughs> Not on Etsy. You, oh, no, you got to go on Etsy. Oh, that's a good I want, point. Uh, I want handmade ears. Amazon does have a, a novelty prop, but I don't think that's what we're looking for. Man, manifest Destiny, necklaces of human ears through the years. Wow. Oh, through history. Okay, all of these are... Yeah, all of these are bad. All of these are bad. Why yeah. ears specifically? All these are Why bad, and most of them are American. To be clear, I don't support American colonialism. I just want to collect ears from people I don't like. What about one tasteful ear? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Like an ear, like, like an ear brooch. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get some emails. Yeah, no, this should be a rivalry thing in football. Like, it should be like, hey, look, Nick won- Nick lost for the first time. Jimbo gets to take the ear. Guess you just wear it. Maybe Nick I mean, gets it back next year. That's why you can't just, schedule more than a home and home. It it it, it, could, it could just be a very midwestern like the old bronzed ear. Like it doesn't have to be Nick Saban's ear. You can just hand the same near ear back and forth. Yeah. The yeah. subhead here. Okay, first of all, on this SF Gate article, necklaces of human ears through history is labeled as an opinion column. <laughs> but the subhead here is three things that you don't want to be associated with at all, which is the Scalping Party, Iraq, and Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy, which is a terrible book. I, I, I liked it, but, I'm not, a, but I'm not a good person. I think Illinois and Nebraska should play for Van Gogh's bronzed ear. I just want to be clear that I don't support war crimes. I just want to take ears from people right now. That's why I'm making it Van Gogh's bronzed ear. Okay. That's why it's okay. 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 You, you mean you support crime ears I want, yes, you want to commit yes. you want to commit individual crimes yes, to take ears not in a theater of war started under false pretenses by an imperialist government Vincent Van Gogh cut off his ear because he couldn't stand listening to Illinois football on the radio like Tiger Force fucking <laughs> suck okay maybe if you guys were paying a little bit more attention to tactics and a little bit less attention to like playing Pokemon with ears um I was gonna say we would have won Vietnam but that wouldn't have been great either never mind yeah never mind they fucking ruined this for everybody and I by just, this, I mean taking trophies from people I want to yell at on the internet. Again, if, don't think this was cool before. This is probably in, frowned on. If I walked into a bank and they were like, sorry, your safe deposit box is empty. Somebody who looks nothing like you and didn't even know your name had the key. There's nothing we, like, I would but fall, that's part I would, of the that's part of the deal. You know that going in. You should have hung onto the key. Why? Yeah, it's why about is, personal responsibility. Why is some other bank not like, hey, guess what? We will at least ask. We will take your picture and confirm that it's you. All right. Uh, all right. Now okay. you're, you're creating a surveillance state. Now you're giving, mm-hmm. you, but you're giving me. A, you're also giving me a business idea. Yeah. <laughs> Banks infamous for avoiding surveillance at all costs. <laughs> Apparently, if they got lockboxes <laughs> where you you don't you don't need anything but the key. Yeah, Deutsche Bank already exists. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> A bank that pays you a bounty for other banks' uh, safety deposit keys. I I do think a mm. good prank. Listen, <laughs> I think I think death should be treated as a prank in, in as many ways as possible. Oh, mine will be. You should definitely, yeah. listener. You should do this. Go out. This is not. This um, we're not being paid. Put a by can of snakes in my coffin. Those little springy ones. Mm-hmm. Put, get get several safe deposit boxes. Put absolute junk in them. Absolute garbage. But don't tell anybody that. 
and don't tell anybody you have these safe deposit boxes. Leave them to curious people in your will, like yes. a coworker you haven't talked to in 10 years, a nephew that you weren't really close to, whatever, just so they can be like, holy shit, I got the key to the mystery safe deposit box, but I have to go to, you know, Tucson. Okay, that's fine. I'll get on a plane. I'm so excited for the, oh, look at that. It's nothing but Snickers wrappers. He left me an entire safe deposit box of old Snickers wrappers. What a dick. You could. And I'm laughing give, from hell. <laughs> you could give everyone uh, the key to the same box in Tucson. So they all arrive. Ooh, race. Fight. And they have some sort of, uh, yeah, who, who knows what could ensue once they and arrive And then you in tell Tucson. them that it can only be unlocked with an ear. But whose? <laughs> ear, ear ID. Why would you think they call it clear at TSA? I don't think that's why. Could that's, be, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CL Corporate ear. liability ear. Yeah. There we go. The ears are the sub-basement to the soul. Ryan, right. you said we're not being paid by safe deposit box. Mm-hmm. Is that a... So that's just a thing? They're just... They do, they do them all? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the company. It's like Kleenex. Mm. They mm-hmm. just they okay. just fucking squatted on it. Also, man, I know that's... I know I know banks, man. Like if banks, you know banks, huh? You're like okay because I've watched many movies about <laughs> okay. corporate greed. Oh, okay. Um, also, that I was might a, be the I funniest bank, thing he's ever said. I was show. a Bank of America customer for 12 years, so oh, I know God. I know what Are it was you like. Okay, uh, I'm I am now. Okay. I know I banks. Now. I've seen an ATM at a stadium before. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Okay, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Banking Expert Ryan Nanny, you live in Nashville. I know how the bank works there. You show it with five banjo strings, and they're like, would you like a house? That's how that works. Not, Nash- not anymore in Nashville. No, not anymore. Nashville's gone Atlanta. What? They still know. They do business in corn. I'm from there. I know. You can take kernels of corn. You can put them right up on there, and they'll be like, hello, Mr. Ham face corn pone here's a home folks no. you yeah, heard it here first from tennessee native spencer hall that's inflation's right. gone up you gotta have the turkey and the straw to yeah you're in. gonna need a shitload of corn that's right you're gonna yeah. need a you're gonna need a, 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 a aircraft carrier full of corn lucky for you that's exactly what i have that's the iowa, um, that's the iowa illinois traveling trophy yeah man dumping like a okay dumping like a semi truck load of loose grain on somebody would be a great prank where is that old until iowa they died iowa? where is that <laughs> iowa, died of iowa what <laughs> suffocation it's not water there's air pockets <laughs> yeah but then you gotta fish all that corn out of their ear before you put it on your uh, necklace uh-huh. yeah they're slip they're slippery that's man. It just it seems like it's that it's just struck me as a weird trophy because it seems like it's messy as hell. And if you have to make more than one cut to get it off, like how are you even identifying what you have here? Like I ears think... look weird attached. Like what a weird human trophy is all I'm saying. Why didn't you take a toe, pirates? How are you gonna keep a toe on a necklace? You put a needle through it, same as anything else. Its bones are hollow. Thread the needle through the toe bone long ways. Do I have to do everything for you? In this case, yes. At uh, least when it comes to crafts. Holly Anderson, pirate consultant, Havana. Is this me just Croy. hating because I wasn't here for Hobby Lobby's Robbie also, Hobby Hammer Robbie last week? I, I, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. Thank you, Matt Pierce. Pirate feet and the people that pirates killed feet had to smell terrible. No oh, way. Oh, because they totally cleaned them. their ears compared to their feet. I mean, sometimes they got wet. <laughs> Sometimes they got wet. Feet yeah. were probably wet more often than ears. Water was disgusting back then. All water. 
I think ninety uh, percent of ears smell the same, whereas um, a a scurvy ridden pirate who's been at sea for seven years <laughs> probably has the 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 smell of those feet is probably one of the worst smells imaginable. Yeah, folks, if you're visualizing at home, yes, Spencer did just turn around in his chair trying to smell his own ear. <laughs> it was worth a shot. If you move fast enough. If you're fast, yeah. that's the key. Wait, ca- yeah. Catch it. Catch it. Buddy. Catch it, buddy. <laughs> Go on. To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, uh, Holly Anderson. Say hello. Hello. In alphabetical order. Uh, going, Jason Kirk. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hey, how's it going? I was so sure he would fuck up the alphabet. Mm-mm. I was nope. so sure. No. Nope. Ryan Nanny, how are we doing, sir? The keys don't even look differentiated. You know what I mean? Like, they <laughs> right, all look right. alike. Like, this could be a key to a child's jewelry box. Fuck! It's, ah. Obviously, Just, you've never walked in with enough brio and gravitas brio. into a bank where they didn't ask you for ID. That's what you do. I comb my beard out. I walk in in a pinstripe suit with a watch chain and a butler behind me, and they never ask for ID. I feel like combing your beard out would have the opposite effect because it's going to get bigger. Like You're basically creating a frilled crest like a lizard. It's an intimidation factor, okay. and it works. If you, put a, if you put a pinstripe suit on, you would look like a confusing Babar cosplayer. Or a gentleman of yore <laughs> or you could coming your Babar to seek his suit. due from the place of deposit. Ryan, guaranteed by gold and not the falsehoods of the federal government. He's never going to pull this off. You know why? They would be expecting. No, no, I got it. I got it in one. I know what's going to fell this operation right away. Hmm. And it's the same thing that fells any freshman heavy college football team with a big road schedule to start September. Hmm. You're going to have to remember socks. (laughs) I was going to say shoes, yeah. so we were on the same You're place. <laughs> Are yeah. you really? <laughs> yeah. I think he can pull off shoes, but I think he's going to have to find... He's going to have to make it to, like, close to his destination with a pair of socks. Could I BS it like Teddy Roosevelt and say something like, The feet need to breathe. It's good for circulation. Yeah, I you mean... You have to say it loudly. You're just going to look a little bit eccentric is all. And if you're going mm. for, like, I am time traveler from 200 years ago, I mean, who's to say socks existed then? This that that is the greatest line in the AFI films number one movie of all time, Speed, uh, when Dennis Hopper goes, "Poor people are crazy, Jack. I'm eccentric." <laughs> <laughs> Truer words. Uh, we are also joined by uh, producer Michael Server, who sometimes will chime in like the voice of God Himself. Server, you got a haircut, or is that a ponytail? Man, I wish it was just—I wish it was a haircut with just a sick rat tail behind it. But it is just a haircut. You got your summer shearing; it looks good. Yeah, I haven't cut my hair in two years, so I did. I just shaved it all off. 
Hell yes. Two crimes. Well, we do actually have extremely important college football news. Yeah, speaking news. not of poor people. Yeah, that's right. Talk about a conference with money. That's right. The Atlantic Coastal Conference. Th- that Really? Very, so close. <laughs> I know, so close. <laughs> Really? The Atlantic Coast Conference. They lost the AL because... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the Atlantic Coast Conference, which used okay, to be... Okay, hang on. You said coastal, and that reminded me of something. Okay, so Yacht This Rock- is scheduled news. Hang on. Okay, what is, what, have, what is the Atlantic Coastal Conference done? Well, it's gotten a little less Atlantic and coastal because uh, they have implemented a new football scheduling it's model. It's pods! Just say it's pods! It's not pods! Half the people on this call invented this 10 years ago. It's the 355. It's very s- it's similar to pods. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, it's pod, pod-ish. But anyway, yeah. the point that I was trying to get to is that it's summer, and therefore Yacht Rock Radio is in constant rotation. I say rotation like I changed the station mm-hmm. on my Sirius XM dial. And the main benefit of Yacht Rock Radio is it makes you appreciate the rest of the year because that guy's voice is so terrible that they put in to do the little interstitials. Mm. Like, he's supposed to be the rich kid in the camp across the lake with the Josh Charles face that you just want to punch. Not actual Josh Charles. I'm sure you're very nice. But 45 minutes never passes without you hearing the Pina Colada song. And I've been moving. And so I've been driving back and forth across Atlanta a lot listening to Yacht Rock Radio. And that means I've heard the Pina Colada song like six times a day for the past month. And I'm going to take you guys through the lyrics because I've noticed something. Okay. Okay. You know, you know how this begins. Because this is a song that plays in the bar. And when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, this is fucked up on a domestic and interpersonal level. But I think there's something deeper here. Okay. So I was tired of my lady. You know, we've been together too long. Like, we're not recording a favorite song. This guy's reading the paper. He comes across a personal ads from a woman who asks if you like alcohol, being outdoors in inclement weather. Uh, She says, if you're not into yoga, she doesn't want a man who's flexible if you have half a brain. Specifies no more. Okay. If you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape, man, nobody actually likes fucking on sand. It's disgusting. (laughs) Especially if you're not flexible. I, what this woman? Okay, but take but but take it back here. Take, take take it back here for a second. Alcohol, inclement weather. Uh, not too bright. Midnight sex on the beach. This is almost indistinguishable from the opening scene of Jaws. This woman is seeking a man to murder. Is it the shark? She doesn't want. Mm. She doesn't is it want the shark who has placed this person. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. What if what if we're killing the man as bait for Jaws? Yeah. And the uh-huh. purpose of the rain is to wash away not only evidence, but also sand out of butt cracks. Jason Kirk, I like where your head's at. Sand out of all your major crevices and back to the earth from whence it came. So here, c- continue. Please continue with me. Um, and, you know, Rupert Holmes even plants a little irony in here, talking about how he didn't think about his lady when he was reading the personal ads. And he goes, I know that sounds kind of mean. Dude, she is plotting to murder you. Uh, you know, she she writes an untraceable personal ad in the paper, and she says, you know, I want a drunk man who's not too bright and can't easily slip out of restraints mm-hmm. to meet me on a deserted beach at midnight. Uh, and he writes back, making himself the perfect target, because he says, man, by the way, just as a line, I'm into champagne 
mm-hmm. such a beautiful personal statement. Let's all try to be more like Rupert in this one respect only. Um, and that's why she says when he walks in the bar and she says, oh, it's you. It's going to be way too hard for her to kill this guy. They've been together long enough she's to fall into a rut. She's going to do it. Though. Her friends and family know yeah. that she's been with this guy forever. She's going to be suspect number one in his disappearance. I firmly believe, by the way, that she's going to do it. I like she can stick this out. Okay. Also, I'm party to Ryan's idea that the shark took out this ad. Yes. Mm. It's the shark. Yeah. Or is she like the shark's apprentice? Like a magician's assistant. Oh, the sharks are they in love? Is it like some shark vampire thing where they're like, "I will turn you into a shark if you serve me"? Right. She turns. She turns into a shark at midnight. Hence. Like a selkie, but with shark and sharkarella. <laughs> okay. Finderella. Yeah. Finderella. There we go. That's why she has to be on, midnight. That's why she has to be on the beach. Yeah. Fuck! I want to see this Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone through all this red tape. <laughs> yeah, I'll make love to a shark. I'll do it. Man. So like I was saying, the ACC schedule. <laughs> the ACC schedule. What excitement that we have this. Okay, there's actually two interesting pieces of conference news. The first is is mildly interesting. The ACC is going to a 3-5-5 structure where they play three primary opponents annually, and then they face the other 10 teams twice during the four-year cycle, once at home, once on the road. So everybody kind of gets to play everybody, which in contrast to like the current uh, SEC setup where you know I think Florida is supposed to play um, you know somebody in 12 years. Right, like if if you're not a permanent SEC West rival, then we'll probably play Oklahoma when I retire, right? Which is in two years, so it's really not that long. But they've changed up. We're we're no longer Atlantic and Coastal, which is good because in eliminating the Atlantic and Coastal divisions, I can stop trying to remember who's in what. I think okay, there's that's a benefit risk. because I think if we all sat here, we would realize we we would admit sooner or later that none of us know who's in these divisions on the first try. I'm not sure this is worth losing. I love I love the ACC Coastal. The ACC Coastal has provided me with more entertainment as a division <laughs> than any other individual division of college football has in my lifetime. Now, is this because? Every couple of years, they get in a tangle where the whole division goes four and four. The crab bucket. Yes. Yeah, the crab bucket. Yes, this yeah. absolutely is this. Shout out to Ralph Russo of the Associated Press, uh, who has tracked this enthusiastically, uh, as have we for for many years. But uh, is this really, is a world where we can't watch the Coastal go four and four every year? Is this what we want college football to be? I choose to believe that instead, we're it's all Coastal now. Like, I choose to believe it will be a whole division. Yeah, I think Spencer like was Hatteras, right. Like Kate Hatteras, right, Cerber? Spencer was right when he said the whole conference is now coastal. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, erosion's going to make sure of that, my guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. some, some of you are about to be super coastal, and maybe mm-hmm. a few of you Atlantic, actually. Fresh beachfront real estate. Cape Hatteras yeah. is still going to be there, Holly. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can you still make there. love in those dunes. Because of the shark? Yeah, Sorry, because this I'm stuck on the shark. <laughs> You're stuck on the shark. The you know, shark you know like... who else is stuck on the shark? <laughs> <laughs> Go Gators. Rupert. Um, Rupert. 
Sorry. What server? What do you think of the the three primary opponents? That like, what do you think of the distribution overall? Having not had a lot of time to absorb it, but as the most ACC person here, Clemson got a really sweet deal. Mm-hmm. Florida State, NC State, Georgia Tech. Those are their three actual rivals. Like they tried to make one between them and Boston College, but it's not real. Can't believe um, that didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> Boston College got a really good pull because it all three of theirs are Big East teams, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Duke got a really good pull because they, they got all North Carolina. They got all the other North Carolina schools. Wake so, Forest so got absolutely. Server, it sounds like you're very much viewing it from the point of like retaining rivalries. Yeah, like, like, prox, like historical rivalries. That being said, Wake Forest, NC State is the second longest continuously played rivalry, and that's going away. Like that is happening this year, yeah. And then that will that will that streak will end because Wake Forest got Duke right, and that's it. Yeah, every podcast is somebody's first podcast, so we want to inform our new listeners that. It, this might throw you because he sounds like a normal human being, but Serber is actually a Clemson fan. So yeah. we are we are going to rely on him a lot today uh, for his wisdom and expertise. So I can actually activate him like a Manchurian candidate here, like a sleeper cell. Hey, if we I, can get baptized. If I yeah no, if I pretend this, if I say if I say this to Serber, hi, I'm Dabo Swinney. Has the press corps got any questions? And he's just going to throw me a softball. He's yeah. just going to like you know, hey, you're looking handsome today. Dabo, what do you think of the team this summer? I think they're going <laughs> Coach, to be great. Coach, your pores look smaller? Coach, and- talk about... <laughs> <laughs> talk about greatness and what it takes to achieve it. Yeah. First, got to be with God. Got to be... Got to gotta pray. Got to go there. I can say that now. I can say that all I want, y'all. Y'all have to sit here and listen to me. Oh, boy. And give it's me a, a raise, new spring for all of us. Mm-hmm. Coach, can you lead us in a word of prayer? <laughs> <laughs> this press for conference, your, coach. Can you stressful. lead us in a word of prayer for your finances? I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to reference Ezekiel seven. <laughs> I think that's something about burning Israel to the ground or something. I'm not sure. That's hey, a good, oh, that's, a good really, that's, right. that's a really good guess, uh, yeah. coach. Coach, can you lead us in a prayer that they'll, they'll get rid of all this this nil business? Mm. Yeah, please. Uh, they'll be, they'll be led to get rid of all this nil business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other piece of news that I had, uh, which Oh, are we done with ACC scheduling? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, the other I, uh, one I had is this. That hold up. I, hold up. <laughs> wait, wait. Yes. wait oh, is shit. The I said thank God close to Dabo. What is the other piece of news? So, um, very briefly, I would like to note that the Big 12, um, it's actually a two-part question on my part. One, does the Big 12 still exist? Yes. Yes, they still exist. Okay. And it's, um, and because, it's bigger than before. Mm-hmm. And they have a new commissioner and what? yes, they have a new commissioner. Uh, I'm not, I'm not doing a bit. I really missed this. Mm-hmm. Brett, this is from, uh, from Brett so McMurphy. Can, can we, can we get to this in a minute? Mm. Yeah, we, we can. This is, this. it's from Brett. It can wait. Okay. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to note about the ACC scheduling. So like the, uh, the long mm-hmm. time, um, conspiracy theory among ACC fans is that the conference favors uh, teams in and around the Tobacco Road area. Tobacco Road Mafia. It's similar to the SEC fans' assumption that Bama is good because uh, Birmingham likes the Crimson Tide. Birmingham yes, is, wills it so! That is the only reason Nick Saban has owned your conference 
<laughs> for the last uh, 15 years. The titan will of Birmingham, unquestioned <laughs> in all the things. Power, the power of the Vulcan statues, uh, but the Pittsburgh of the South. The, oh, the undeniable reason. machine that is name. Birmingham. So I just want to note the new ACC schedule setup. Um, I, I went back and ranked the uh, graded these schedules based on the last 20 years of SRS ratings. I'm trying to find strength of schedule difficulty. The easiest <laughs> schedule in the conference going forward, UNC, yep. which uh, pulls Duke, NC State, and Virginia. Not a historical <laughs> power in sight. <laughs> the second easiest schedule in the conference, well, we're not traveling far because Duke gets to enjoy UNC, NC State, <laughs> Wake Forest. <laughs> and if Wake Forest is the best program in your bunch, you got an easy schedule. Um, Virginia Tech is next. And then again, North Carolina proximity. Wake is next. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the uh, NC State is uh, right in the middle. So all of North Carolina teams are on the easier side of the setup, probably because they all get to play each other. Um, and Duke and UNC are the two easiest. Georgia Tech has the hardest time. They have to play Clemson. <laughs> Their, their only ACC rival is Clemson, and they have to play Clemson. That sucks. Uh, they also have to play Louisville, and like their uh, easy team is Wake, which has been better than them for like two or three years. Fortunately, so, they're well set up to weather this. Yeah, and they get to play Georgia. So things are going really, <laughs> really um, great. Hey, Jason, um, quick question. This is on topic, I promise. Um, could you remind us again what I mean? Does does Georgia Tech get any kind of a reprieve in the non-conference schedule this year? This year, I haven't looked at that. Uh, uh, this so, year. so this year they uh, they don't. Uh, Interesting. Huh. Could, could you could you read yeah. that schedule? Uh, this year they play Western Carolina and Ole Miss at home. They go to UCF and they play Georgia as they always do. Uh, when <laughs> this. When this schedule, These fucking idiots. Not so not th to mention that the opening game is at the bins against Clemson. Uh huh. So they don't. So they've given away that home game to a probably no, eighty okay. percent Clemson. Here are we so, talked so, about this before. I think that's actually a better move than getting embarrassed by Clemson fans oranging out your own stadium. Mm. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Here, like I think, I think playing at the Benz might actually be less embarrassing than taking that home game. Yeah. Yeah. So when this ACC schedule kicks in. In 2023, here are some of the non-conference teams Georgia Tech has signed up to. They have to return. They have to re the, return the Ole Miss game. They have to play that one in Mississippi. Uh, uh -huh. The year after that, they have to play Notre Dame. <laughs> Please keep in mind, Georgia Georgia is already a guaranteed in all of this. They uh -huh. have signed a home and home with Colorado. Then they have to finish the Notre Dame game. Is a four-game setup. It's, it's spread out over several years. Sandwiched in between two of those is a home-and-home home with Alabama. Smart. <laughs> anyway, really, yeah, really that's, smart. That's, that's, that's the one I, was, I, I thought I had remembered. Anyway. So, um. so, so there are going to be like several years. There's going to be like a four-year stretch where Georgia Tech has to play Georgia, Clemson, Louisville, and either Notre Dame or Alabama. On top of, like, the rest of the ACC, like, they'll probably have, like, a Miami or a Florida State thrown in there. It, maybe Virginia Tech is – who knows? Like, yeah, they, were, they, they were college College football's kinkiest team. Just cool. craving pain. 
Uh, Dole it out, Daddy. Anyway, Jason, Jason, please go on. I just wanted to, um, I, I wanted to highlight in particular the choice of the Alabama home and home as a. No, that's. I think the two main <laughs> things are like the Tobacco Road teams have it easiest, and Georgia Tech. Stop playing Georgia. That's a, that's one thing you could do. Just yeah, quit that. You don't. You, there. What what in the world do you have to gain from it? Now, like the the teams that take over Bobby Dodd Stadium, Georgia is like far. Like Georgia fans have tech season tickets just to fill mm-hmm. up that stadium mm-hmm. they do not buy them from anyone they already own them yeah. stop playing georgia <laughs> to be yeah, fair just stop it's bad for you don't do that to be fair recent experience in georgia tech suggests that it really doesn't matter who you schedule out of conference because you lost <laughs> to the citadel and you lost <laughs> it you lost the temple 24 to 2 that's the thing that happened and you did it georgia tech everyone saw Mm-hmm. Everyone saw. Well, well, not that many people saw. Yeah. Every, everyone, everyone can see it. Everyone has the option. To <laughs> everyone has the option, and they choose not to. I'll which just say that we're all actually running the option on Georgia Tech now, which is changing the channel. They really don't like that 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 word option. Um, mm. I, I think all honestly, I, I would feel bad for your Georgia Tech, but you have abandoned the flex bone, and this is what you deserve. Mm. I agree. True. Yeah, you, true. you you defied you defied the triple option god you have forgotten your roots and the old I gods mean, it, have come down from the mountain home mm-hmm. it, it took you to two orange bowls let's see how long until you're back all right has yeah. has the acc said how the the notre dame thing reminded me of this uh, how their deal with notre dame will play into all of this i think it's it'll just be the same i think okay like okay. they're just they're just a non-con for uh <laughs> barnstorming their way around whatever part of the country this is. I, I do think it would have been funny if they had just said, like, Boston College, Notre Dame's a permanent opponent now. Sorry, have fun. <laughs> I find the non-conference designation of that weirdly charming. Yeah. Like, nuh-uh. Daywalker. It's, yeah, it's so stupidly college football. Yeah, I, I find it weird. I've come around on it, and I find it weirdly adorable now. His his mother was bitten by the ACC while she was pregnant with him. And now, <laughs> no, they make, Honestly, well, they're been medic. We have on a neat for tide. that now. Beneath Honestly, the new moon. <laughs> now that uh, Brian Kelly has been re- replaced by a much younger and much less uh, scandal-plagued person, I'm like, I don't really hate Notre Dame. I, mm-hmm. I think that I think this is funny. <laughs> we can change that. We'll work on that. We'll indoctrinate you. <laughs> I mean, I, in the 90s, I hated Notre Dame because all they talked about was Notre Dame and how good Notre Dame was. Fortunately, Notre Dame hasn't been good in a really long time, so I don't give a shit about all that ancient propaganda. Because wow. like wow. all See, the, wow. all the like, all the like, wow. uh, we're in di- we like we we grew up treating Notre Dame like they're the fucking Yankees or something. But now they're just this team that plays on NBC, plays a few ACC teams, shows up in the playoff every three or four years, and we all get to enjoy them losing thirty-five to six. They don't mm-hmm. bother me. They don't offend me in any way. I don't like. Notre Dame is hilarious, and no, they you no stay, longer you gotta, employ. You, you got their landlords waiting to happen. You got to stay Maoist level revolutionary with this. You're like, all it takes is for me not looking for a second. I have to keep the cultural revolution going forever against Notre Dame. What are they going to do? I'm going to kick them into a river what? forever. They're Spencer, bad at everything. Be, Spencer, you used to be on the other side of this debate. Remember when? Because we've had a version of this conversation before about how you know because they <clears throat> well. At least when we started this conversation, they used to hang around longer than players. Uh, but how heavily, like a coach's personality, will imprint on a program? Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, his career arc has done what it's done since. But the only reason that we have found Texas A&M so entertaining and their fans so adorable, besides our friends at Good Bull Hunting, is Kevin Sumlin came in. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, via Kevin Summon, we met all our friends at GBH. And now not even Jimbo can entirely shake loose our affection for the Aggies. But you used to be on the other side of this debate. And you're just not because it's Notre Dame. That's correct. And you're anti-Catholic. What the hell? Well, he's a hey, he. He just doesn't want another papist president. I, and you know what? You're hearing. Hey, you know right what? Now. That's not a bad idea right now. <laughs> Which pope? Uh, the, the one yes. in Kansas. The, the pope secret, in Kansas. The secret pope. There is a co- pope yeah. in Kansas who will accept your friend request on Facebook. Derek I hope the Mark. I, I hope that Marcus Freeman um, goes like eleven and one has a great season and then takes the bears job or something. I don't know. Like, I hope he leaves that to me. Is why would you wish like, the really bears like job? Why would you wish the bears job on what seems to be a very nice man? Yeah. We just said we like this guy. Come on. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I hope you get a good professional football job there. We and go. then, then Those don't somebody exist. else. And then Notre Dame does something <laughs> like hire urban Meyer. What? Okay. Uh, quick question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put quality of life on the X axis and, you know, likelihood that the job itself won't make you actually miserable. Mm-hmm. Are there any NFL jobs you would want to take, regardless of whether they're open? Like, like Seattle? Ign- ignoring money no. and stuff? No, not yeah. Seattle. Yeah. No. no. Like, oh, are, are there any are there any NFL jobs that you would say, you know, you know, I want to live there and I want to be a part of this program? Are there any ch- teams where you could check both those boxes? I, I can't I, think of one. I got to be honest, based on what he's done and not done there, Matt Rule makes the Panthers job seem super chill. Like, <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of stress. You don't even job. need a quarterback. You can just. You know, keep also, signing, guys. Also, I think at this particular Jimmy moment Clausen in time... Jimmy Clausen might still be there. You can't be too careful. Yeah. At this particular moment in time, unfortunately, if you were the Texans head coach, you'd just be like, please, say something. Say mm-hmm. something. Yeah, what, what are you going to do if you're going, you know, fire me for going one in uh, 16 with right. three players on the roster? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, I would, I would take the Chargers job. I can't imagine all the Chargers of us have coach to coach being the Chargers the eventually. Seat. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, wh- who who in oh, San Diego? Is, is, oh wait, they moved. See, exactly. No one cares about the Chargers. You're fine. <laughs> oh fuck, I yeah. forgot about that. They can, no, they, I actually did they, can they can barely fill up the stadium that I once stood in for like a I forget what it was. It was like a it was a fucking um, press conference or something. It mm-hmm. it was like the uh, I don't remember what it was. It was like some celebrity game or something. They can't even fill up mm-hmm. that thing. It's like the 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 like that- second tier soccer stadium. That's coach the Chargers and no like one will the know. Legion Field of the NFL. It was trash. Yeah. I assume, has, have none of us coached the Chargers yet? I feel like we're due just for like law of averages. I might have in 1997, but okay. I was doing a lot of drugs. So if, it's iffy. So are the Chargers. I, can I play a mean game with you, Spencer? <laughs> um, I do have, yes, but I have this one This is note. not the game you're thinking about, but please go ahead. Oh, okay, 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 oh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. You can uh, play this game. The most dangerous game. I'm going to go through Notre Dame's schedule. And I want you to tell me which team you're going to root for in that game. Okay? I'm ready to play this mean game. I'm ready. To, by the way, I'm ready to show you exactly how cutthroat I am. About okay, that. that's fine. Yeah, anti-Catholic. Uh, Notre Dame opens. Hell? Notre Dame opens. I was raised Catholic. <laughs> I know. That's, that, that, that's, that is that, the that, most that's anti-Catholic That's the number one way thing. you become yeah. anti-Catholic. I figure that, that, you, I, let it's me tell like you people something. who get divorced after 40 years, I figure you know what you're doing. No, no, no. You hate <laughs> that, that, everyone. No, I told is, you. That's the end how, result. If you're Catholic this, in the South, you hate everyone. Until you're anti-Catholic. Yeah. This is how every yeah. denomination works, by the way. Mm. Yes. Uh, all right. Notre Dame opens the year at Ohio State. Who are you rooting for? 
Oh, shit. That is a stiff start. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> but you know what? It's a shot of cod liver oil in the morning for this frontier pioneer. That's how I get through a day in the mines. I take it. That's going to put the, the poop bucks. in the cooler okay. real smoothly. Okay, all right. Pooping um, right in that cooler. Yeah, I'm, bro, I'm getting up. I'm taking all the pre-workout. I am go bucks all day. Okay, I think we can get through the next four relatively You might die in a sweatshirt in August. Marshall at Notre Dame. Go herd. Cal at Notre Dame. Oh, easy. Easy. Go Bears, baby. Notre Dame at UNC. Oh, it, go Heels. Let's do it. Fuck. Notre yeah, Dame. Fel- Team Felder. <laughs> Notre Dame at BYU. Felder's not rooting for UNC. <laughs> Someone has to. <laughs> Notre that's, Dame at BYU. That's also not true. Notre Dame at BYU. <laughs> oh, God. Brother, I have good news for you. <laughs> All right. Stanford at Notre Dame. Oh, Oh, I am standing with the West Coast elites all day. The free market will decide that Stanford is superior. UNLV <gasps> at Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Come on. Let's again, go. Ryan, again, I... again, the free market will decide. <laughs> Ryan, I could make this meaner. See if he can name the current coach of all these teams. The free oh market God. and a four-hour abduction and intimidation session in the desert will lead to a UNLV victory. Notre Dame at Syracuse. Syracuse, come on. That's a hey, do you know they have a really good journalism program there? Yeah. Go That's Syracuse. Fine. Clemson at Notre Dame. Oh, Cerber, baby. We are partying so hard. We're doing <laughs> you can't this. use him as an excuse. Yeah, no, no, He's no. A, I'm mm. getting I'm like no shirt, orange overalls. I'm there. You don't handle that. Jack, I'm no, good. that's they can't take our thing. Oh no, they do that. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. them. Notre Dame at Navy. Oh and go against my country <laughs> and go against the and, and go against the international boat police, please. This is a cop. This is essentially a cop versus cop. And as we've already established on the full cast, the Marines go to the Naval Academy, and we are a pro-Marine uh, podcast. So I have to root for the Navy. If you say so. We're like a we're like an alongside Marines appreciators. Podcast. We appreciate. I think we we're pro off-duty Marines. Yeah. Pro yeah. off-duty Marines. Yes. Tempered uh, by. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like you know the Marines are on the show a lot. That doesn't necessarily mean that. It doesn't mean it's just <laughs> we 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 support Marines content. Yes, yes. Boston College at Notre Dame. You know, Spencer, you have- it, it, as I think you, I think you could you could pull off Jesuit. Yeah, <laughs> this, I, I'm 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 definitely like I and again. I, I think I lean Jesuitical, so yeah, I'll. Uh, you BC. don't, but it is the best form. Of well, like analysis. like yeah. guy who just like thinks about space a lot. Jesuit, yeah. Jesuits love space. Last one. Yeah, the Jet. Yeah. Your last chance to root for Notre Dame. Notre mm-hmm. Dame at USC. Oh, bro, bro, come on, <laughs> <laughs> Brian. He's too fucking stubborn. He's not going to out of this. I so know. Easy. What's what's he what's he decided to root for the Bucks? You know, once you see what it's like in the lay, you're just going to like, you know, you're never going back. Why don't we, uh, I mean, what about Notre Dame surely plays Florida State soon? Oh. I don't have to entertain that possibility. When does it happen next, in fact? But if I did, if I did have to make that choice, I would hope for a Florida State victory because that is a public v. private school and I will uh, always root for the public school. Oh, brother. Class war forever. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh, Florida State doesn't play Notre Dame until 2024. 2024. 
So you got you got time. You get exactly uh, that long to think on your sins. You yeah. got that long to uh, convince yourself you actually believe that. <laughs> no, I don't believe it, but I am going to say it with my mouth and the parts in my mouth. <laughs> Jason, where did we leave you in your... Uh, no, career? we're good. Okay. We're, we're good. I like right. that Jason derailed our nonsense with actual football I have, content. And I have, we how, have to bring it back to I have, I, no, I've got, I've got one. I've got one last note, by the way, here. Tobacco Road Conspiracy Theorist, you are 100% correct because it has only been a matter of, like, what, two years? And Mac Brown is already in the walls with UNC getting the easiest Ladies draw. Ladies and gentlemen, already. I already did it. I made friends with everyone. I shook hands. I kissed babies. I said I like basketball, even though that's a goddamn lie. And I went in there and I made sure that the UNC Tar Heels got themselves the easiest draw so that we can do more winning here in Chapel Hill. I swaddled all them babies in my puffy coat. That's what I did. I took, I, I took young babies in Range Rovers uh, to the golf course, and I showed them the glories of ACC life. They wanted us to play fun. Clemson, but I told them that basketball is so important we get to we should have to play Duke instead. I'm I'm a team player. Now everyone's like gonna that. be much more mad when I go eight and four. <laughs> uh, all right, should we play a little where are they now? Would you like to play a game? This is not this is kind of a version of uh, a game we've played in the past where we try to remember which coaches are where. This is not strictly limited to coaches who have uh, moved in the last year or two years. I have gone a little bit more uh, open with it, and we're just gonna. I'm just gonna rotate according to my Zoom screen, and just ask you each a question, and we'll see how you do. So, Holly, wait, Ryan, yeah? I'm not. I'm not aware of the game because I was away when we were planning this episode. What's happening here? All I'm going to do is ask you a question about coaches that are no longer at the place where you formerly associated oh, them. Oh, fuck. And, and okay. the, the, the questions are all Is it multiple different. choice? I'm so bad at this. There's, I, think, there's a I, think, I think we're all going to do bad. Yeah, okay, everybody's cool. going to do bad. Yeah. So, so Holly, you're going to get to go first. And fuck yeah. Jace, Jason and Spencer, if she doesn't get it, you can try to steal it. I'm not keeping points. This We're not organized for that. This so, is just for ridicule. All right. Holly. <laughs> Sir. Central Michigan has coordinators who are both head coaches from the same program, former head coaches from the same program. What program is it? You start me out with Central Michigan's coordinator. Yep, yep, we're going hard. On the day my daughter is to be married in Stardew Valley, (laughs) and you ask me about Central Michigan's coordinators? Yep, yep. Um, fuck me sideways. I was proud enough that I know who the head coach is. Um, Auburn. Ooh, that's a good guess. Uh, it's Idaho. <laughs> sure. Central mm-hmm. Wait, is there a Polini there? Uh, no. There's a, a Petrino. Petrino. There's a Petrino. Is, is it Petrino? Is it Petrino? Oh. Is it Petrino? Is the it, day I stop mixing up Carl Polini and Paul Petrino has yet to come. Is it? Is it Paul and uh, Rob Akey? It is. Rob wow. Akey alive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob Akey's alive and... I don't, I don't know. Look at, was, Spen- look at Spencer knowing no, something. Listen, look at, no, listen. Look at a picture of Rob Akey. He's looked like that for 30 years, which is yeah. it's impossible to guess his age. All right. Uh, Jason, you're next. Wow. You're getting the flip version of this question. Wow. Joker, Joker Phillips and Ruffin McNeil are both <laughs> working for the same school. Which school is it? Oklahoma. Incorrect. Does anybody else want to jump in here? Holly? Are they back at Miami? No. That would be funny. So, okay. again, Ruffin and Ruffin Joker. And Joker. 
Ooh. Which, first of all, amazing radio show what name. What a poll. Are they at Houston? No. Server, do you know this one? No, I have N- no idea. NC State. They're mm. NC State. Wouldn't have gotten that in a million but, uh, wh- years. What are they up to there? Hashtag uh, come play for the Wolfpack. Joker is, I believe, the wide receivers coach, and I think he has either an assistant head coach or an associate head coach title to go with that. Ruffin, if memory serves, has one of those like special assistant to the, you know, one of those where it's like, uh, nice. maybe, maybe I do stuff, maybe I don't. Unclear. Like the Good Steve Spurrier job at Florida. More or is less. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Ruffin is on some kind of North Carolina State pension deal mm. based on his his previous stops. Ooh, in which, ca- yeah, in which yeah, case, yeah. congratulations to him. That's smart. Pension quest. <laughs> if you know ECU fans in the state of North Carolina, this is just them saying, they took him from us too, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all know how I feel about that particular coaching transaction. Yeah, that wasn't great. You got um, what you deserved. All right. Spencer. Yes. Miami has two former SEC head coaches as their co-defensive coordinators. Who are they? Oh, man. Um, yeah, this is a complete blank, so I'm going to make two educated, semi-educated <laughs> guesses. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little help here. Please. <clears throat> SEC head coach has a heavy asterisk applied to it. <laughs> but both um, of these men have claimed that title. So, they, uh, so one of them is Brady Hoke. So, so they coached at uh, Sewanee. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, Tulane, Tulane. Yeah, en- en- endlessly. I know where now. Brady Hoke is. Don't at me. Yeah, um, you know what? I, I've gone completely blank right now. No, who okay. are they? Does anybody else want to try? What, what is it again? Miami has Miami has two co-defensive coordinators. They are both former SEC head coaches with a heavy asterisk. I will tell you this: their combined record as head coaches in the SEC is zero and two. <laughs> So interims. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gosh, that could be anyone. <laughs> it, it is an expansive list. And Brady Hoke, isn't, if he didn't already have a job, Brady Hoke would not be a bad guy. He coached too many games to be 0-2. Yeah, I know. That was the problem. <laughs> There's too many of them. Yeah. Isn't it? Just got to stop an old inside trap. <laughs> Joe Kine? Oh, wait. Wait a second. <laughs> it's not I'm Joe Kine, but that'd becoming, be awesome. I'm suddenly becoming alarmed again in a Jaws sense that I don't know where Todd Grantham is right now. It's not Todd Grantham. Todd no, Grantham. I know. Because, yeah. but I'm I'm suddenly alarmed that I can't name his job right now off the top of my head, and that means he could be at my school. You can't be too careful. God, that'd be funny if it was Randy Shannon. It's not, but that'd oh, be funny. Man. It's Charlie Strong my... and Kevin Steele. How did Kevin Steele fall down that far? That guy's everywhere. He yeah, is, he really is. He is. running gonna, out some. Is he still working out some kind of buyout money? He's going to be the head coach in four no, weeks. I mean, I'm, pretty, I'm not I'm saying sure. that Charlie doesn't deserve a better job than that, but wasn't Kevin Steele like? Uh, never mind. Listen, I Kevin think Steele's this is. A, I think this is a fine job for them. I assume that he's taking it because he's still taking money from Auburn, which is funny. I like. I like this setup because, in this case. Charlie Strong has somebody to point to right away. Be like, it's, Kevin. it's absolutely Kevin's fault. And Kevin, will, Kevin will receive that pointing and somehow parlay it into like the, oh, shit, South Carolina head coach. <laughs> also, also in the opposite of our, uh, in the opposite of our favorite, uh, both these cops are loose cannons. Mm-hmm. Both of these are the by the book cops. So I can just see them asking the other one constantly to surrender their badge and gun. 
Well, Kev- <laughs> you're Kevin- a loose cannon. No, you're a loose cannon. <laughs> Kevin Steele would put it in his safe. There, there we go. Is. There it is. Uh, Ooh, ho- Holly. Kids, ask your parents. Holly, Auburn's coordinators last year were Mike Bobo and Derek Mason. Where are they now? I'm looking around just to make sure. <laughs> Mike Bobo and Derek Mason. I'm going to say Derek Mason has gone to Alabama as an analyst. That is incorrect. <sighs> Mike Bobo is at Texas. I know these two. Also I'm ready correct. to steal. Spencer, okay. go for it. Derek Mason's at Oklahoma State. Correct. He's the, and, he's the Oh, shit. I did today. know that. Yep. And Mike Bobo is part of getting the gang back together in Georgia. Wait. Yep. Do you Mike. know how dumb... Uh, do you know how empty my brain is? I think we actually talked about how bad we felt for like things didn't go bad enough for Derek Mason at Vanderbilt that now he has to work for Mike Gundy. Yep. Yeah. Can we pass a hat or something and like get him a year off in the Bahamas? Yeah. It I mean, isn't... It is entirely possible that I'm making this up, but I believe he took a pay cut to take the Oklahoma State. No, he did, because we talked about this on the show. Yeah. I remember this he did. now. Okay. He, wanted, he wanted out of there that bad. Good. Okay. Um, let's see. Jason, I'm going to give you a complicated one. This is oh, a good. Mul- this is a oh, good, because Central Michigan's qu- – I'm mad at you, Ryan. We're in a I fight. Know, that's, fair. that's fair. We're fighting. This is a multi-ball question. So I'm going to give you five names. Wow. And we're going to start working through them piece by piece. So I need you to keep these names in mind. Jim Elmora. A <laughs> uh, name always in mind. Yes, thank you. Ted Roof. Okay. Holy sh- I feel old. Oh, God. Derek Dooley. Mm-hmm. Larry Fedora. Wow. Steve Adazio. Okay. I know this. Is, is, this, is this the USFL? Hold on. I know this. Okay. Here's, here's, you, you have presupposed my first question. All One right. of these five coaches is not, in col- is not currently in college football. Who is it? Uh, so, uh, Fedora. Correct. Larry Fedora is the head coach of the, the New Orleans Breakers in the USFL. Of the remaining four, Mora, Roof, Dooley, Adazio, one of them is not at a Power 5 school. Which one is it? Mora. Where is he? UConn. That is correct. Of the remaining three, <clears throat> we're down to Roof, Dooley, and Adazio. Grim. One of them. <laughs> Good lord. One of one of these is not in the SEC right now. Which one is it? Oh god. This is a trick question. Why? Let's hear Holly out. This might what, be helpful. What's the trick? Because <laughs> Ted Roof is at Oklahoma. I said right now. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. I. I will All right. Say, yes. Okay. All right. So. I. I agree. I agree okay. with that. that We're waiting. <laughs> you have to listen. You have to whittle this down one more because I have to reveal whose precious boy has finally gone back to school. Okay. So Holly already knows this one. Then of the remaining two, Derek Dooley and Steve Adazio, which one is an analyst at Alabama? <laughs> I'm guessing that's Dooley. That's. That is correct. <laughs> Do you not now? Does anybody know where Steve Adazio is? Is he unaccounted yes. for? Is he is he at Fresno State? That wasn't that the game he walked off during. Kind no. of. He it, geographically, he's kind of at Fresno State. I was going to say, ha- slowly tunneling under the Rockies. I want to be clear. <laughs> I don't know why I know this, but he's a head. But head didn't first. he catch on at A and M? He is. He's the he's the O line coach at A and M. Because that's the personality you want in the room with Jimbo. Mm-hmm. I like that Spencer has suggested that Steve Adazio is a Goron now. Yeah. <laughs> 
He is. Punk. Time to he get is. fire arrows. I love eating you know, rocks. What's better at, than being dudes? What's up, little face. dude? Is the thing that Goron say? <laughs> that is. His yeah. face would actually render beautifully in Breath of the Wild. Think about it. Yeah. He has. I, I would argue he has more of a Nintendo 64 body. He might be that, an ocarina that, 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 render. That motherfucker is. Head. Yeah, he's a little. He's a little too polygonal. Now, now try to picture Steve Adazio curling into a ball and rolling around about. <laughs> I, I do all if the I, time, I, actually. If I told While you, none if, of his players look at him. If you walked in on him and he was just eating a piece of metamorphic rock, <laughs> you wouldn't flinch. Whoa! Say that's his lunch. Whoa, this is hot, little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me do my dance. Uh, all right, this is my last question. And if uh, uh, Ryan, for, yeah, before sorry. you say that, if, yeah. the, if I was in that lifeboat of coaches that you said, yeah. I would just strangle myself. <laughs> like, if that's it, like, well, who we got? I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. That um, is just, yeah. Just I would what, gruesome, myself. gruesome crew right there. One thing I yeah. would like to add to that, Ted Roof is one of three defensive coordinators at Oklahoma. Well, they, yeah, you have they, three defensive coordinators. <laughs> Based on well, the last ten years, I think that is the right number of defensive you, coordinators. Apply, apply more Listen, defensive coordinators. Wait, are, are you it counting? Takes, Brent it takes Venables? that many to. Not add not, up. That's not counting Brent Venables. So four, four, <laughs> four. I was four. gonna say I don't, when you bring I don't in know a, if that's enough. I was gonna say when you bring in a, a head coach from one side of the ball, you obviously want to shore up the other side of the ball, right, Brent? Mm-hmm. We're going to have Oklahoma out here. It's winning games like 10 to 6. <laughs> what happened okay. to Oklahoma? Um, flash poll, four of yeah. you. Would you rather have three defensive coordinators or Mike Stoops back in the booth? Three. I don't care who those three are. I do not care. Three three or one Mike Stoops? I, I, think, yeah. I, want, I think I want Mike Stoops because then I know where to fo- focus my anger. I like point. having three defensive coordinators because this can be just a way to get your guys more money. Well, one of them is actually the defensive line coach. Mm-hmm. One of them's actually <laughs> the linebackers coach. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it can t- I hope it becomes like the two chains tweet where every year it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. five defensive coordinators. Now it's eight and twelve. Now like several players are the defensive coordinators. Yeah, I mean well. after after Oklahoma's give, used to giving up like fifty five points to Baylor and TCU and mm-hmm. such, and now they got to play Alabama. Yeah, you're going to need some more defensive coordinators. See, Bama mm-hmm. and Georgia also, think think the way to do this is to just keep adding analysts. Oklahoma's figured out we're just going to go multi coordinator. <laughs> NCAA well, is like you know you can only have ten coaches right, and they're like. We don't believe you have jurisdiction out here. We've, we have divided the coordinator job into 100, and therefore we only have one. That's how, that's how scholarships work in FCS. That's forward thinking of you. There I'm you just picturing the little tiny schoolboy desk they parked Mike Stoops at when they moved him upstairs. You remember? Because every time he got mad, which was all the time, he would jump up and bang his knees on it and then get madder. <laughs> and now all three of them are just crammed together in this little Victorian wrought iron uh, table and attached chair, just furiously typing on their little in a, iPads. In a, in a triangular fart standoff. Bonking, <laughs> bonking into each other. <laughs> All right. Headphone cords tangling. Oh, no, yeah, they got, they got yeah. themselves a they got themselves a veritable polyp bureau up on that dais. <laughs> they, they're gonna have said... like twelve guys in uniforms looking down sternly as the defense parades past. It took me a second, but following Ryan's fart triangle, I thought you said polyp bureau. Polyp wow. bureau. That too. That's wow. Salute, uh, Commissar Tumor. Spencer, you get the last. You get the last question. Right. Which former Miami head coach is the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame? Al Golden, Randy <laughs> Shannon, or Butch Davis? 
Well, it ain't Butch Davis. Butch Davis is is seven thousand years old. Well, that's another one yeah. you can't be too careful about. But Catholics like that kind of thing. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. That's how old the Earth is. <laughs> We're gonna steal his pinky and call it a relic. If you had white, Butch if, Davis is out here burying dinosaur bones. Man, Based if, on the number of relics around the country, Butch Davis must have had thirty toes. <laughs> We doubt we doubt the legitimacy of this Butch Davis relic. <laughs> I hang on. I just looked where Todd Grantham actually is. Where's oh hold on real quick? Where's I don't know. Where's Todd Grantham? It's the easiest possible guess. He is back at Alabama as an analyst. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. That's fun. Also, his first name is Jeffrey. I need to shred some documents. Feed it to the Todd. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Spencer, which former Miami head coach is the defensive coordinator? Hang on. Alabama might be the safest place for him because that's the one place in the country where you're guaranteed that he'll never call plays. Nick is maybe doing a public service here. Mm. I'm going to go with Al Golden. That is correct. Al Golden. Wow has triumphantly returned. Do you know where Randy Shannon is right now? Right behind me. He's the defensive coordinator at Florida State. That's why I yeah, said Miami. Yeah, no, like, like up, that was one of those things know. that, like, I had, in terms of knowing, I was at the second stage of brain is deleting, but still has a vague memory that this happened. So yeah. Randy Shannon has completed the big three circuit? Mm-hmm. Yes, that is correct. Which... The, Next, should, he'll become should, the provost at UCF, I believe. <laughs> yep. You should get an award for that, but also... Hmm. Several <laughs> blood, blood work. You need a lot of blood work. <laughs> if you've coached at Florida State, Florida, and Miami. You should be examined for exotic algaes and parasites if you spent that much time in the state of Florida coaching football outdoors. God, eating so much mall pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to, that, that's probably like route one. If you go, what's wrong with the state of Florida? You go, they've eaten far too much malt pizza. Hang on, you go like pizza, and I have to look up Dan Mullen. There's there's always like regional pizza debates and so forth. New York pizza versus Chicago pizza, and on and on and on and on. Um, I, I, should it be like required that every state have their own definitive pizza? <laughs> Yes. Oh, you don't know nothing about you don't know nothing about Florida style pizza. Mm-hmm. Like I don't yes, even know what that would be. We already know where the bottom is. Missouri pizza already exists. Which what yeah. kind is that? Is, That's is the kind Saint- where they put that Pro-Val. like fucking plastic cheese on yeah. top, and it's like yeah. a cracker. Yeah. Huh. Is that the same as St. Louis, or is there is there like a rural Missouri town? <laughs> I don't know. Listeners, sound off in the comments. Sound uh, off. Call in 704-SOL-CAST. Hail to Ra, the sun god. Give us your recipe for Ozark's pizza, please. <laughs> but, oh, no. There was one. Hang on. There was one that was in the news this, this week. Did you guys see Alatuna pizza? What? Oh, God. Of Alatuna, Pennsylvania. No. We've got a sub-regional pizza special. <laughs> that's too specific. Uh-huh. That's too specific. Although uh-huh. Pennsylvania uh-huh. is three states, so I guess that's fair. Yeah. If it's not Allentown pizza, I ain't eating it. <laughs> like I'm good. Like if you said there's a Pittsburgh style of pizza, I'm like, sure. hell yeah, brother! Yeah, it's the crust. The, cru- the crust is French fries. That's the. That's there's no the tomato trend. sauce around here. Well, the only tomato sauce we fuck with is mustard. That's not a tomato. <laughs> sauce. It is now. I could order from Pizza Hut, but I'd rather the Shimokin pizza. <laughs> Get it what with is- some of that cold coffee. Um. Florida pizza 
has to be eaten in a hotel room that you didn't plan to stay in. <laughs> I think that's rule number one. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like slid under a door. <laughs> <laughs> and it oh, and also has to be eaten on Thanksgiving. That's the other tradition. Indiana Indiana pizza or Ohio pizza is when they take it and they smash it cheese down, like like they smash it upside down. <laughs> upside down the, pizza. Alright, yeah. I'm putting Altuna pizza in the ch- I, I'm putting Altuna pizza in the chat. <laughs> you're scraping it out of the box. I'm gonna let y'all look at this one at a time. No, that's the way Holy to do it. Holy shit! What is this? Oh, that is wrong. I will describe it to the, I will describe it to the listener. If you took a Detroit style square pizza, beefed up the crust even a little bit more, then took that square pizza and covered the top instead of using mozzarella, you would use slices. And the plastic skin is intact, you can see. Slicic basic ass American cheese. I mean like a tic-tac-toe board of this ghoulish neon yellow dairy-ish substrate just is it is it american cheese slices or is it just like nacho cheese that's that's american cheese that that looks like that looks like american because you can see that little plastic skin is is on the individual Mm. slices you got to keep that intact to have true altoona pizza this looks like this shit looks like if a bunch of grade schoolers went to the cafeteria people and they were like we can make a better pizza and the cafeteria people (laughs) Mm -hmm. are like okay prove it and they're like uh oh shit uh uh well we got american cheese No, mm-hmm. I know exactly what this is because I know from personal experience this is single dad pizza. Yeah. I've seen my dad oh, yeah. literally yeah. make this in our house when I was growing up. Except he, and that actually has a crust, which is commendable. Um, mm-hmm. He would take Marita white old fashioned bread, ketchup, American cheese, and like the Hormel pepperonis, mm-hmm. and put them in the toaster oven. And he was like. I, it's my pizza. I'm having a little pizza. <laughs> it's Dad's pizza. This I would. Was I refuse my to eat mother's favorite for my own sna- honor. Server, you remember how we figured out we're cousins way back? Yeah. This is my mother's favorite snack when she was growing up. She would. There was some kind of like Saturday Night Horror movie on TV, and she would make pizza with. Or she made hers with ketchup, uh, but the white bread pizza with, with little pepperonis on it. And she would watch horror movies and then wake up having terrible screaming nightmares and not know why. Yeah. Well, there you go. I blame the pizza. Mm-hmm. This is a grandma slice if your grandma is Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh. Dang. Yeah. So we've got we've got that. Go ahead. I'm sorry I brought the whole vibe down. I know. God, the, the, this should be a music. It's just sad. It just makes me hurt. Wait, wait, wait. There's something underneath this. I thought it was sliced mushrooms. It's pickles. It, it's got to be pickles. That's what it looks like oh. to me is pickles. It, according to the, the, the... I thought it was mushrooms oh. sliced long ways, but pickles would be so oh, much worse. Oh, fuck off. According, <laughs> according to the article that Holly has linked us to, it's <sighs> a slice of American cheese over salami and green peppers. Hmm. What in tarnation? But they're in a pile. This yes. Is, this is via Twitter user uh, Jacqueline Antonovich. Uh, the website is wearecentralpa.com, just so you can avoid that website if you want to. <laughs> I like, um, I like putting the cheese called- on top because it keeps the salami super hot. Okay. Seals it in. <laughs> <laughs> this pizza is apparently also referred to as Alatuna Sicilian. Yeah. How have the Italian communities of Pennsylvania, which I understand to be robust, not 
beaten that description out of existence. Oh, Maybe. well, <laughs> Sicily is known for construction-based crime, so uh-huh. this is what you have right here. Maybe maybe they prepare the salami extremely authentically, mm-hmm. and that sort of gets them a pass on that. I hope that's true. I hope they're like, we take, this is like 20-year age, the nicest salami in the world, and we put it under a slice of American <laughs> cheese because fuck you, that's why! You've invented some sort of a hot pocket. Is this is... Done. I would argue this is more anti-Catholic. It is. It's like, than, it's, it's like a hot pocket tart. <laughs> this is more anti-Catholic. Mount, e- than Mount Etna is, is rumbling this, this right This thing versus now. Notre Dame. Did you Spencer? say this is more anti-Catholic or more anti-capitalism? <laughs> yeah. This Mount thing, Etna is this thing versus Notre Dame. Who are you rooting for? Yeah, yeah. Altoona Pizza or Notre Dame. Brother, slice me up. Put it on the plate. God, yeah, I'm going to hold I don't, you to that. I don't believe you. <laughs> Folks, you heard it. I'm not you happy it about it. I'm not happy about it. For every, for every game Notre Dame loses this year, Spencer will eat a slice of Altoona pizza for live on the full cast after dark. Yeah, readers, for every if we are, touchdown if we are, Notre Dame scores this season. If we ever do a live show uh, if it, anywhere outside of Pittsburgh or uh, Philly <laughs> in the state of Pennsylvania, you are invited to walk up to Spencer with one of these abominations. <laughs> no, I, hope, just... I hope it's somewhere completely. I hope it's like, hey, guys, we're coming to L.A. And somebody's like, I'll bring the altitude of pizza to them. I'm going to fly it out there. <laughs> you're just in a cooler invi- like a human heart you're just on my inviting... lap. <laughs> you're just opening the Hellraiser box full of Pennsylvania foods that people are going to begin foisting on me. Right, like, oh, look, it's a Scrapple smoothie. You want that? <laughs> I bet a lot of them are great, and you might get lucky with uh, several of them. That's why yeah. Steve Adazio did so well at Temple. Oh, I love this hot, look at this hot food you've given my Goron body. <laughs> <laughs> More rocks. More is rocks. It, is it good? No, but it's hot. <laughs> I think he did so well because he was closer to the gigantic burning town that's actually been on fire for 40 years. Sure. Like, what's more gore on than a town that's been on fire for 40 years because it's filled with hot rocks? Whoa, that's, it's hot! Wait. I'm gonna go walk on it with no shoes on! There's a town there that's been, like, the Silent Hill town is real, and it's in Pennsylvania. What? Ooh. Is that what you're saying? Oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, is it bad that we responded to this with excitement? Yeah. All, all of us, all of us talked. To, this is how disinfo works, folks. All of us talked us ourselves into this being real. Yeah. This is uh, this is Centralia. Centralia was the town uh, that is now uh, effectively a ghost town. I believe they had five residents as of a couple of years ago. A coal mine fire has been burning oh, beneath the burrow since 1962. And the, that's, it, that's what used to cook authentic Altoona pizza. You stand, oh. you stand outside Silent Hill with a, a really, a really <laughs> long, long wooden peel. board and you just keep shoveling American cheese in to appease the monsters. Yeah, there's five people left in Centralia. Five. And they're all. What are they waiting for? You know what? Yeah, pizza. (laughs) For the oven timer. Wait, waiting on shit. It's here. That's why we are. (laughs) (laughs) Why would we go anywhere else? Centralia Centralia was taken by eminent domain, but they had the creepiest thing ever happen to them. They had their zip code discontinued. Oh, what? How terrifying is it if somebody says, what's your zip code? And they're like, I don't have one. (laughs) Hey, you know how the post office has that whole neither rain nor our city specifically. They're like, except that that's the one that we won't fuck with. Even on a nice day. You just write burning hole in the ground 
and put it in an envelope look for and the it plume. will get to me. You yeah, can't look miss for it. the plume. We stopped delivering mail there because Steve Adazio kept eating it. <laughs> Burning coal mine fire and Steve Adazio is like, just a town being a dude. <laughs> Guys being doomed. That's what it is. <laughs> What's better than being doomed? Um, I did want to mention, I, I was cut off. I'm going to pick up something what? from, from uh, 48 <laughs> minutes ago, I believe. Because <laughs> uh, I'm kind of bewildered that you remember that. I'm not going to lie. I know. I know. Um, Brett Yormark is the new commissioner of the Big 12. This is the thing it was important to come back to? Yeah, what? I'm about to tell you why. Okay. All right. Brett Yormark is replacing Bob Bowlesby as commissioner of the, yes, still alive and thriving Big 12, a.k.a. Houston and a bunch of jobbers. Hear me out. That's got to be a low-stress job to the, walk into because you cannot be a more cartoonish fuck-up at it than Bob Bowlesby. The Cincinnati mm. disrespect. God damn. I will again. I will disrespect Cincinnati heavily they, and frequently. Jane on this Coaston broadcast. listens to this yes, show. Yes, she does. And she's stronger than you. That's fine. Oh, they they need is. to. If they want respect, they will invent their own kind of pizza. And we have seen the horrors they can wreak on other dishes. So do your worst. That is Cincinnati. true. I am. I am not seeing a result for Cincinnati-style pizza. Cincinnati yet. Pizza. Yet. It's waiting. It's lurking. Action cookbook. We call on you. <laughs> From Unleash hell, your horrors. From Rise hell, from your in, grave. Summon the <laughs> altered yeast. My Cincinnati <laughs> pizza restaurant. Okay, okay, here, here we go. But under related searches for yeah. Cincinnati pizza, the top result is Pizza Hut. That's right. <laughs> and the third result is uh, who sells the most pizza next to an icon of Pizza Hut. Like, that's what you're looking for if you want pizza in Cincinnati? Like, who sells the most? Because that's probably the best. Uh, uh, maybe who, they're, maybe who has the biggest are, stores of pizza? <laughs> maybe their instincts there are just to go hut first. You got to go to Chris. You got to go to Chris Collinsworth's like, Pizza if Hut. It's, if it's sold out one. of a hut, it's got to be good. That's the good one. The one Bru- owned by Chris Collins. Bruce Coslett's Pizza Hut isn't that good anymore. I hate no. it. <laughs> to be honest, it was never that good. I don't trust a pizza unless it came from some, you know, unless it was prepared beneath a demon warding roof. <laughs> um, a lot of Catholics in Cincinnati. Who I support. Steve, Steve Adazio can't climb that roof, just keeps falling off. <laughs> <laughs> Too heavy! <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's fucking. He's hanging upside down, <laughs> trying, trying to get his leg around. <laughs> Just rolling off over and over and over again. I heard there's hot stuff up there. I saw smoke. <laughs> I gotta get it. Need eat hot rock. Need eat hot rock. He's like stacking cars up and trying to climb them. <laughs> he's like a salamander. God, that'd be such yeah. a good flex. If but the like the bre- mythical Salamander. Yeah, no, like the Hellbender, yeah. yeah. It would be a really good flex if they were like, hey, Breath of the Wild 2. This time it's in Cincinnati. Deal Shit, with it, fuckers. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> There's nothing I want more. <laughs> so Brett Yormark's job prior to taking the job of Big 12 this, huh? Commissioner. And I yeah. will get to this come hell or high water. Or rocks. Or <laughs> hot rocks! Or whatever's in that river right there. Um, it's Altoona pizza, mostly. <laughs> Brett Yormark was the head, the chief operating officer of Jay-Z's agency, Rock Nation. 
Yeah. Rocks. Rocks. <laughs> I brought it, I brought it back rocks. around. I brought it back around. Steve Thank does you, it. Ryan, for reeling that back onto the road. Yeah. I like reeling it back onto the road where we discuss how a formerly employed Colorado state head coach <laughs> eats rocks. Because he's a character from several Zelda games. What's you, better man. than being a Rockefeller? <laughs> being a fella eating rocks. You're telling me there's a whole nation made of rocks? 